Hey there, everyone. It is Sunday, September 11th, 2016. I'm Gary. I'm Josh. Let's talk soccer. So I hope everyone's doing well. Josh, I live with you, so I know you're doing well. (laughs) But how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm really good. How are you? Good, man. I'm doing quite well myself. So an interesting week has Mm -hmm. come and gone, of course, um, ending with a pretty phenomenal weekend. Lots of great soccer in the Premier League to talk about. But first... Let's first talk about that song that just led into us. I play Pokemon Go every day. Yep. That song absolutely kills me. Cannot get it out of my head, despite how much I hate it. (laughs) But I just thought it'd be a funny little lead-in for our podcast today. I'm assuming that a lot of the people listening to this podcast actually have heard that song and either Mm -hmm. love it or hate it. I don't think you can not have an opinion on that song. Definitely. And I'm sure most people probably hate it and love it. Probably. Although this guy has tens of millions of views. Yes. On this, um, on YouTube for that. Anyway, let's, let's not talk about him anymore. But what we can talk about is how you guys can get in touch with us. You can find us on social media everywhere and anywhere. So on Twitter, we're at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. On Facebook, just look for Let's Talk Soccer 2. Instagram, we're at Let's Talk Soccer. And on YouTube, just search for Let's Talk Soccer. And email us anytime at Let's Talk Soccer 2 at gmail.com. And what do we want from you? What do we need from you? We want questions for this podcast. We want comments. We want suggestions. We talk about um, Fantasy Premier League mm-hmm. quite a bit. So we want your thoughts on what teams we post, what what kind of squad do you have? What questions do you have? Um, what moves are you going to make? What moves do you think we should make? So let's have a conversation. Instagram has been the most popular way to touch base with us, but you can use any of those ways I just listed. And we promise we'll get back to you. And if you ask us questions or make comments specific to the podcast, we will read them and yes, talk about will. them on air. So before we jump into the Premier League this weekend, let's first talk about Landon Donovan coming out of retirement. Very interesting. Very interesting. And my understanding is that he is um, just doing it for the remainder of the season, going back to the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, someone who swore up and down that he was done with soccer and his time had come and gone, and I'm not hating on him for it. I just think, you know, um, someone who speaks, you know, that decisive and that emphatic about something and then, um, you know, his mind has changed relatively quickly. So Mm -hmm. he's missing something for sure. Maybe he's missing the competition or the... The camaraderie with his teammates mm-hmm. or the fitness level of it. He's missing something. So, And I don't know. Maybe this is a way for him to try to make his way back into the national team. Maybe so. I don't know that uh, Klinsman would would think that. But, um, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's his way. Maybe he thinks he can help uh, the USMNT qualify for, um, for the next World Cup. Yeah. Anything for the USMNT, I'm down for it. If it's good. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of 
you have been trying out for the um, Olympic development team. Yes. You had your first round of tryouts over the weekend. You did quite well, and you made it through to the state finals. So that's pretty cool, and we'll keep our fingers crossed, and we'll let you guys know how that goes. That'll be in a couple weeks, so we'll be sure to update you on that. But we're going to keep our fingers crossed, and Josh is going to train hard and get mentally ready for that. All right, let's jump into the Premier League then. And we're going to start out with a little something I like to call the Manchester Derby. I don't want to talk about this. I <laughs> love talking about this. Um, you know, this was this was hyped up a lot. You know, Aguero uh, is suspended. What's that going to do to the game? It's Pep against Jose and or Jose, and they don't really have the greatest of relationships. It's it's United against City. Um, this rivalry. It's just it's all these great new signings, all these big names. It is. Just pure excitement. Um, And to me, the match lived up to it. Yeah, it did. Yes. So, you know, we come out with a 2-1 victory, we being City, of course, the the better side of Manchester. That's not true. Absolutely is true. No, it's Um, not. So let's talk about it for a second. Um, Claudio Bravo gets his starting goal. A little shaky. Yeah, he had a couple questionable touches saves joe hart actually yeah making some uh you know some some mental mistakes let's say yeah and as me being a manchester united fan i wouldn't mind if he kept that form up i don't think he will i think he was shaky he he made some really dumb mistakes thankfully he was able to recover from them because these were these mistakes would have would have meant goals in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and then he did make some nice saves, um, including a, a um, point-blank header from Ibra towards the end of the match. And, yep. and thankfully, Ibra didn't have the greatest of angles, but thankfully, Bravo was there to, uh, to put his hands on the ball. Um, but speaking of Ibra, an amazing goal that, mm-hmm. um, that gets United back into the game. A great little, you know, side kick, almost a, a one-legged scissors kick, just just chops it and just hits a great ball into the corner of the net. Yeah, I definitely think Ibra could have got another goal in this match. There was an opportunity where, uh, I don't remember who it was, but the player sweated to him, uh-huh. and he got no power behind it, and it yep. kind of just P-rolled to the guy on the line. Yep. And that was a big opportunity for Man U to get uh, a goal back. On the other side of the pitch, Kevin De Bruyne with a pretty amazing game. Yeah, he was on fire. Uh, had the opening goal. Yeah. Had another, at least one other um, goal that he could have had. He didn't get, but it was... Um, Unlucky. It was right off the right off the post. And um, he's just, in general, he's had a great start to his season. Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, De Bruyne... Um, had a great he was great with with city last year but he really seems to have found his rhythm there and i didn't know what to expect what city would play like with um aguero out but they really stepped it up yes uh, nacho mm-hmm. had the second goal and he's been on fire he's young and he's a phenomenal player i mean when aguero's not in you know i'm not afraid to have him you know lace up his boots and go on for city yeah he's a uh... He's sort of like the Marcus Rashford of Man City. Yes, he is. Okay, so next up we have um, West Ham hosting Watford. Watford wins this 
4-2. Not the result I was expecting. I thought West Ham was playing pretty well first couple matches of the season. They're playing at home. Um, this is not the result that I thought we were going to see here. Um, one of the highlights for me, for sure, was Payette with an amazing Rabona for an assist. Yeah, it was very lovely. Great flair from him. So he went down the right uh, right side of the pitch, uh, then cut in and had an amazing Rabona cross. From to, inside the right side of the box. Yeah, to Antonio with a lovely diving header. And it was very, very lovely. Just smooth. Just a really, really pretty one. Um, you know, so that was probably the main highlight for West Ham. Otherwise, not their their greatest match. You know, three points that I think they should have had and that they lost. So, mm-hmm. not so great for them. Um, on the other hand, Spurs go to Stoke and Spurs blow it out 4-0. I mean, this is the Spurs from last season. Yeah, they, they just killed it last season. Um, Deli Alley and Harry Kane both getting goals. Yep. Nice to see them getting a little bit of form back from yeah. when they lost it in the Euros. And I think Sun had a brace, so that accounts yeah. for all four goals. So it was nice that the scoring was spread around a decent amount. You definitely want Kane and Alley involved as much as possible. Yeah, definitely. All right, next up, Middlesbrough play host to Crystal Palace, and Palace come out with three points. They win 2-1. to one. Uh, Middlesbrough off to an okay start to their season. Uh, Crystal Palace just signing Christian Benteke. Benteke did get on the score sheet. Which was nice. Yeah, nice to see him yep. getting a couple goals back. Yep. And uh, Crystal Palace, they're looking better from last season. This is an important win for them, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, to, to go to another stadium and pull out and get all three points, I yeah. think, is really necessary for them. All right, next up, Hull go to Burnley. And Snodgrass knocks in, I think it was the 94th or 95th mm-hmm. minute um, off a free kick. Um, until that happens, Hull is down 1-0 to Burnley. And so um, Snodgrass's goal rescues a point. Yeah, very, very crucial for these uh, newly promoted teams. Yeah. Hull actually have been off to a great start to their they season. They have been. Uh, Snodgrass... One of their main players, probably the most important player for Hull this season. And on our fantasy team. Yeah, he's been great. More importantly. Very, he's been great for right. our fantasy team. Right, excellent. Okay, next up, West Brom go to Bournemouth. And an amazing goal, the only goal of the match, is a beautiful, I guess you'd call it a heel flick from mm-hmm. Callan Wilson. So the cross comes in at him and sort of behind his back knocks it in. Um, with his heel. Yeah, and not just was it a very tight angle came right at him, but, and also the fact that he finished it, it came at him really hard. Yeah, it was fast. It was a very fast pass, and it was a lovely bit of skill. It was. It was, that was a nice, he was just very composed, and that is a lot of timing on that one, and he hit it spot on, so it was, it was nice. All right, so Bournemouth um, get three points. They win 1-0 against West Brom. And then we have Southampton going to Arsenal. And Arsenal win this one 2-1. Um, a very late winner again yeah. by Santi Cazorla off a penalty kick. Um, that's good for our fantasy team yep. over everything. We love it. Um, and then also Koscielny getting on the score sheet. Yep. Uh, a lovely overhead kick from him. Yeah. 
but also good for our fantasy team. Yes, he's also on our fantasy team. We love team. that. And you know, the goal that Southampton got, it was off of a free kick and the the ball hits um, the crossbar and Czech makes a nice dive for it, but the ball comes off of the crossbar and actually hits him in the back. So the ball was bouncing back out of the goal and it unfortunately hits Czech's back and bounces back in, so it's considered an own goal. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Nothing really Czech could do about that. Just yep. sort of like it's sort of like a thing you can't really do anything about. Just unlucky. Yeah, very unlucky. And if you've ever wondered what what qualifies as an own goal, we learned this not too long ago, is that if the ball is when it's originally hit, if it is not going in the direction of a goal and it is steered re re um, targeted towards the goal and it goes in, that is an own goal. Yes. So if I'm shooting and the ball is going way wide, but it deflects off of a player and then takes another angle and goes in, that's an own goal. Mm -hmm. If I hit the ball hard towards goal and it hits off of an, an opposing player's foot, that is considered my goal. Yes. So there you go, in case you didn't know. Um, and then today... We had Chelsea going to Swansea, and this was an interesting result. You, I would have thought Chelsea would walk away with all three yes. points. In fact, they lose two of those points, and they walk away with one point in a 2-2 draw. Um, so they got off to a, a great start. Diego Costa in the 18th minute getting a pretty, a pretty lovely goal. Yes. A lovely finish. He's played really well for them. Yes, very, very on form. Had a brace today, as a matter of fact. Yes, uh... And then Swansea, uh, they get a penalty. Um, controversial if it was a penalty or not. Yeah. Uh, but they put that one away. Then maybe three or four minutes later, um, Gary Cahill has some terrible defending, sort of hold on to the ball too long. And then they go up the other side of the pitch, and they put it in the back of the net. Yep. Um, you know, back to Costa, he... He's been on fire this season. Yes. Like we said in the past, he looks um, more fit, and he's just playing a better brand of soccer. And mm -hmm. um, I, I was never sure that he was what I would consider to be a quality starting striker, but he looks like it so far. So I'll sort of eat my own words a little bit on that. I'll also say that Hazard has played phenomenal this season. Yes. He game today. He is just – he – is the hazard of two seasons ago. Yes. I don't know what happened with him last year, if, if he and Mourinho just did not mix well or what, but um, whatever it is, um, Antonio Conte has him playing at the top of his game. Yeah, it's nice to see him back. Uh, yeah. I miss the old hazard. and He's it's, beautiful to watch. It's, yeah. it's a ton of fun. Let's go ahead and, like we've been doing this season, we've been making our own predictions ahead of the game. So let's go ahead and look at what we have so far. So, the result of the Manchester Derby was Man City 2, Man U 1. Josh, you picked a result of 2-1. Yes. But you had it going the other way. Mm -hmm. I had a result of 2-2. So neither of us got that one right. Nope. Next up, we have Arsenal 2, Southampton 1. You picked a 1-1 draw. I picked a 1-0 win for Arsenal. So neither of us got that right. Mm -hmm. Next up, Bournemouth 1, West Brom 0. You were spot on. You picked exactly. I picked the exact opposite. So I got that wrong and you got it right. All right, next up, 
Burnley won, Hull won. We both picked 1-0 as our predictions. Yes. 1-0 to Hull. Next up, Middlesbrough won, Crystal Palace 2. You picked a 1-1 draw. I picked 1-0 to Middlesbrough. So you got that completely wrong. Yes, I guess I did. Um, Stoke, nil, Spurs, four. You picked a 2-0 win for Spurs, so you were closer than I was. I picked a 2-1 win for Spurs. Next up, West Ham, two, Watford, four. (laughs) You picked 2-0 to West Ham, and I picked 1-0 to West Ham, so both wrong there. Liverpool, four, Leicester City, one. We hadn't talked about this game yet. Um... Uh, Leicester not looking like the Leicester of last season. No, quite a letdown. Liverpool, on the other hand, looking all right. Yep. Um, but yeah, Leicester City need to find whatever was it was making them successful last year. They are they are missing something, and maybe it's N'Golo Conte. Yeah. Or maybe it's the pressure to repeat. Or maybe it's both. Yeah. Something's not working. Over the last four years, we've had uh, four different winners. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> it's very, very hard to repeat in the Premier League. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. So, again, four to Liverpool, one to Leicester. You had a 2-1 in favor of Liverpool, and I had a 1-0 in favor of Liverpool. And then lastly, Swansea 2, Chelsea 2. You picked 3-0 to Chelsea. I picked 3-1 to Chelsea. And then, of course, Everton go to Sunderland tomorrow, but we're not recording this tomorrow. We're recording it now. So we will um, we'll let you guys know on the next podcast how, how we did there. But let's take a, a break real quick, and we'll be right back to talk about the upcoming fixtures. And we're back. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the upcoming fixtures for um, this next weekend. Okay, so on Friday the 16th, we have a great-looking match. We've got Chelsea hosting Liverpool. What what say you on the result here? Uh, I say it's going to be 2-1 to Chelsea. Um, Chelsea just coming off a very, very dull match, I would say. Um, but I think they will bounce back. And I will think I do think they're gonna beat Liverpool. I say it's it's gonna be one nil. I think it's gonna come down to a late goal, but I agree that Chelsea will win. All right, next up, Hull host Arsenal. Uh, this is kind of like the match where you think like there's like a definite favorite, uh-huh. but you never really know. But I do think it's gonna go to the favorite, uh, Arsenal, two nil. And I said two one in favor of Arsenal. Next up, Burnley go to Leicester City. Uh, Leicester, terrible form mm-hmm. so far. And I think that's going to continue. And I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Okay. I think that Leicester are going to find a way to get a win here. And they're going to pull it out 2-0. Okay. Okay. Next up, B- Bournemouth go to Man City. Uh, I think Bournemouth are just doomed, to be honest. Um, Man City have been killing it, to be honest, this yep. season. And I will think they're they're going to slaughter Bournemouth 3-0. Okay. I think it's going to be a lot tighter. I think City are still going to win 1-0. But I think that coming off of a big match like they just had yesterday, um, there's, there's always a tendency to have a bit of a letdown after that emotionally. So mm-hmm. I think they're still going to get the win. But it's going to be a little bit of panic mode. And they'll get one. Um, but it's going to be close. All right. Next up. 
West Ham go to West Brom? Um, I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. Okay. And I think West Ham are going to get a very lucky goal. Okay. I think West Ham are going to regain their form, and they're going to go into West Brom and win 2-0. Okay. All right, next up, Middlesbrough go to Everton. Uh, I actually think it's going to be what some would say an upset, and okay. I think Middlesbrough are going to win 1-0, and I think it's going to be a comfortable 1-0 win. Okay. I think Middlesbrough are just going to be sort of controlling the game the whole time. Okay. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw, and I think it's going to be a bit of a boring match at that. Okay. That's my prediction. All right, next up, Man U go to Watford. Um, Man U... I hope they're going to win, and I also think they're going to win. Uh-huh. And I think it's going to be a 2 0 win against Watford. Okay. I think it's going to be a little bit of an opposite scenario. So you think City are going to go in and blow out. I think Man U are going to be the ones doing the blowing out um, because they have something to prove. Yes. They're going to be obst- extremely upset after their loss to City this weekend. I think Mourinho is going to just. Drill that home the entire week at training, and I think they're going to go in and have and win three 0 I think Ibra is going to have at least two of those three goals. Okay, I hope that happens. All right, next up, Crystal Palace play host to Stoke. Uh, this is this is in my opinion uh, goes it wins the most boring match of the week award. Okay, and I think it's going to be a very boring one nil victory to Crystal Palace. Okay, I think Palace are going to win too, and I think they're going to win two one. Okay. All right. Next up, Swansea go to Southampton. Uh, Southampton uh, just lost to Arsenal, uh-huh. but I think they will have the better of Swansea, and I think they're going to pull out a two one victory. Yeah, I don't think it's too hard to have the better of Swansea these days, and I agree. I think. Southampton are going to win 2-0. Mm-hmm. And the last match of next weekend is Sunderland going to Spurs. It seems like these matches are like the battle of the S's. It is. There's a lot of them. Um, but I think Spurs will continue to have their good form. And I think they're going to win 2-0. Uh, also a very comfortable 2-0 one. And because I, I don't really think Sunderland's that good of a team. Okay. I agree. Um, and I think Spurs have found some form, so I think they're going to continue that for a bit. All right, let's go ahead, and what we'll do is we will make sure that on our next podcast we compare the actual results to our predictions. Um, but we're going to come right back and talk a little digital soccer, but we'll take a quick break, and we'll see you in a second. <laughs> and we're back again. All right, Josh, before we jump in and talk about our fantasy football stuff let's talk about we just read this really cool article on 442.com if you want to check out it's a great site if you don't know about it and you spell out spell out the number so it's the word for 42.com so don't use the numbers actually spell it out but what this is it is the for fifa 17 the ratings of the 20 best premier league players so let's go ahead and read these off See what you think about it, because you're the expert here. Um, And then for everyone listening, if you have thoughts about it too, please get in touch with us and let us know your thoughts. All right, at number 20, at an 85 overall rating, Felipe Coutinho. So he got a plus one upgrade from last year. Um, I think it's not really that deserved, to be honest. Uh, He didn't have the greatest of seasons last year. And, yeah, I just don't think that's deserved for him. Okay. In 19th place, also with an 85, is Willian. I think this is definitely deserved for him. Uh, he was one of Chelsea's better players, 
And just like this next guy, number 18, I also think it's deserved. Um, so, so Diego Costa yes. also is an 85. I think that's a deserved rating for him. That sounds about right. Uh, not having the best of seasons, but being one of Chelsea's better players from last season. Yeah. Also with an 85 um, from Arsenal, we have Koscielny. Um, Koscielny was sort of a lone man last year, and I also think it's deserved for him. Okay. And here's another one I'm going to bet that you think is deserved is an 86 for Payet. Yes. Phenomenal season last year. One of the star players of the Premier League. Uh, and I hope he continues to have the form he had last year. Okay. Now, here's an interesting one, considering we haven't really seen him this season, is with an 86 is Vincent Kompany. Uh, that's confusing. I don't think that one's deserved. Uh, he didn't really play last season. And yeah, you can't like really... he needs to earn that back. Yeah, and you can't really say that was deserved, saying that was his same rating he had last year. Yeah. Here's another one that you could argue with, also with an 86, is Fabregas. Uh, that's that's questionable. Who was supposedly destined to leave Chelsea in the January transfer window. Yeah. Um, yeah, once again, not deserved. Uh, he had a terrible season last year, to face it. Yes, and, um, yeah, I don't think that is a correct rating either. Um, at 86 as well is Santi Cazorla. I think that is deserved. Yes, I do think so. Uh, he was out for a little bit of the season, but when he played, he was very, very good. Yeah, and he's playing well now, too. Yes. I know that these ratings came out before, but, um, you know, next up with an 87, one of my favorite players in the Premier League for sure, David Silva. Um, yeah, I think, I think this is deserved. Um, he had sort of an average season last year. But not enough to make it, like, a very much difference than last year. And I think this is also deserved. Great. I think it's perfect. 87, we have Alexis Sanchez. Uh, deserved. Definitely deserved. Should he maybe even be a little higher? Yeah, I think um, we'll compare it to the next player on this list. But, yeah, I do think he could possibly be an 88, maybe an 89 okay. at highest. So, as you sort of alluded to, in 10th place with an 88 is Hugo Lloris. He had, uh, he had a good season last year, definitely, but I don't think he should be higher than these players like David Silva, Sanchez, and Santi Cazorla. And, in fact, he is the only Spurs player in the top 20. Yes. All right. Cracking into the top 10 in ninth place is Paul Pogba with an 88. Uh, definitely deserved. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was higher, but you can't – but the Serie A is a lot lower level yes. than the Premier League. So I understand how they keep it at an 88. Yep. Um, David Silva's teammate, Kevin De Bruyne, comes in in eighth place with an 88. 100% deserved. Yeah. One of the most deserved on this list. Um, phenomenal season last year. Already having a good season this year. Definitely deserved. Absolutely. Um, 88, a player that we talked about a little bit earlier who has had a resurgence this season is Eden Hazard. Yeah, terrible season uh, the last last season. Had a couple decent little games at the end. But um, I think the reason his ratings were sort of saved was kind of off the Euros. He yeah. had a very a very good Euros. Yeah. And I think that's okay. the main factor in that rating. All right. In sixth place, we have also with an 88 is Petr Cech. Uh, yeah, I think that's deserved. He had a great season for Arsenal. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that's a definite deserved one. All right. Going into the top five now, in fifth place with an 89, Sergio Kun Aguero. I think that could be even higher. I 
actually think he could be a 90. I think so, too. Um, or I think he should be a 99. <laughs> <laughs> great joke. Yes. Um, yeah, but amazing. Had a great season, especially thinking that he got injured last season a little yeah. bit. And then just came back and killed it with goals. Yep. And I, I think if he was fit the whole season, he would definitely be the top goal scorer. Here's an interesting one, I think. Um, with an 89 in fourth place is Courtois. I don't think that's deserved at all. In fact, he got upgraded by three. Yeah. And he had a terrible season. Yep. Terrible, terrible. That's definitely not deserved. Third place with an 89 is Meza Ozil. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's just about right. Um. He had, a, he had a pretty decent season with uh, with Arsenal. Almost broke the assist record um, held by Thierry Henry. But, yeah, I do think that's deserved. And uh, But maybe I, th- I think Aguero is a bit higher rated or yeah. should be at least better up this list than so Ozil. All right. In second place with a 90 and I think should be even higher in terms of rating mm-hmm. is David De Gea. Uh, yes, that was deserved. He's a... He was a lone man last year uh, in defense. Deserved, but don't you think it should be higher? Yes, I think, considering that Neuer's a 92, I think De Gea should be at least a 91, yeah. in my opinion. So here's the interesting piece in first place, and I won't say who it is yet, but I get, I'm get i sure everybody can guess. But you were saying that Pogba, um, you know, probably was rated a little bit lower because of the um, level of competition he faced in the Serie A, I would yes. argue that this player in, in at number one faced an even worse level of competition <laughs> in Liga, and we have in first place with a 90 is Laton. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to complain about it. No. Probably not the most deserved, considering that he got like 50 goals. Yeah. But considering the fact that his next highest opponent was like Leon. Yeah. I mean, I would I would say that's about right, but I would say some of the players that have been originally in the BPL maybe deserve the same or higher rating as him, someone like an Aguero. Now, what I'm guessing that EA does a little bit too is that they sort of cater to the most popular player. So even mm-hmm. if Ibra deserves, say, an 84, mm-hmm. um, you know, pr- practically speaking, um, they're going to give him a higher rating just because of his popularity. Yeah, that's kind of like... You don't like, want to play with an 84-rated Ebro. You want a much higher-rated Ebro. Yeah, that's kind of the same with, like, Courtois. Yeah. He's a bit more popular. Right. Yeah. But... Let, let me go through this list one more time so everyone can hear what it is. So, with an 85 in 20th place is Coutinho. 19th place with an 85 is Willian. 18th place with an 85 is Diego Costa. 17th place with an 85 is Koscielny. 16th place with an 86 is Payet. 15th place with an 86 is Company. 14th place with an 86 is Fabregas. 13th with an 86 is Cazorla. 12th with an 87 is David Silva. 11th place with an 87 is Alexis Sanchez. In 10th place with an 88 is Hugo Lloris. In 9th place with an 88 is Pogba. 8th place with an 88 is De Bruyne. 7th place with an 88 is Hazard. 6th place with an 88 is Czech. 5th place with an 89 is Aguero. 4th place with an 89 is Courtois. 3rd with an 89 is Ozil. 2nd place with a 90 is De Gea. And in 1st place with a 90 is Ibra. So we have two Manchester United players in the top two spots. So I thought that was kind of cool. 
and we'll see when they come out with other leagues um, with their rankings, you know, what they have to show for that. Let's do this, Josh. Let's talk about our fantasy Premier League team. Okay. <clears throat> so, for this week, right now, and we're still waiting, we have one more player. We have Gareth Barry, who plays for Everton, and he plays tomorrow. But as of right now, all of our other players have played, and we're at 47 points. Mm-hmm. As of right now, the average points is a 31, so we're above average. Yes. Um, the highest is 106, so we're way far away from that. We're closer to average than we are to excellence here. Let's tell everyone what we got. In goal, we have De Gea with two points. Back on defense, we have Koscielny, who you mentioned earlier had a beautiful overhead kick for a goal with yes. 10 points. That's and he a- was a player, a man of the match. Yes. Um, also on defense, we have Stones with two points. He mm-hmm. let in a goal yesterday. Yes. Um, Espilicueta did, let's see what we've got from him today. We've got one point from him. Didn't make a difference at all. Not really. <laughs> um, then in midfield, with two points, we have Pogba. Still waiting to get on the the goal sheet. Yeah, or an assist at... Something would be nice from him. Um, you mentioned that Cazorla had a great game, and he did, and we got nine points from him. Barry, we're still waiting on. Sterling, with one point, he came out a little bit early mm-hmm. in the match. Didn't quite have his form yesterday. Snodgrass, we talked about his great free kick for a goal. Big player. Also nine points. We got ten points from Ibra. He had one goal, but he's our captain, so we get double points for him. And then we had Gray, also up top, with two points. Of course, we have Aguero on our team. We decided just to bench him and not not transfer him, although I, we may be rethinking our strategy yes. a little bit to see if we can get some more points. Um if you guys out there are listening and you're struggling with the same decision, do I keep Aguero or do I let Aguero go, let us know. Or if you've let Aguero go and you've made what you think is a good decision, let us know that too. We'd really like to know. Um, and what we'll do is after this game week is completely over, so tomorrow at some point we'll go ahead and post um, an image of our starting 11 and all the points that we have for that. So we need to talk about next week a little bit and kind of what our strategy is going in. I think one of our approaches is to really take a serious look at what we're going to do with Aguero, right? Yes, definitely. Um, And the main question is, if we do get rid of him, who is going to be the replacement for him? Of course. Um, I think what we need to do is, of course, like anybody should do, look at, if you're considering players, look at the matchups they have coming over the next couple or three weeks mm-hmm. where I was out for two more matches so we need to look for at least two more weeks we need mm-hmm. to look at who they're going up against and the likelihood of the points that they'll get yes the cool thing is that like we talked a little bit about last week is that not only do we need to think about the big things um goals assists saves but also sort of um critical um events that happen in games yes. like um key passes made, uh, key crosses, um, clearances, tackles made, things like that can can get bonus points for. Mm -hmm. A lot of our points this week came from bonus points. Yes. So to think about who are those big-time players that can make a difference, even if they're not getting on the score sheet necessarily, but they are known for making lots of tackles in a match. Yes. What team are they playing against? And really sort of analyze it that way. You know, how is this individual player going to stack up against the competition 
in the upcoming match, I think mm -hmm. is the best approach to see. And I think it's something that, that we need to take our own advice a little bit and do that a little bit better. So that's what we'll do, and we'll keep everyone posted on that. Now, lastly, before we close out, why don't we go ahead and do the FIFA Ultimate Team, Team of the Week, and this is for Week 52, and you can take it away. Okay, so the Team of the Week, they're playing a 3-4-3. So the, the three players up top are uh, Kazri of Sunderland, uh, David Silva, um, I'm guessing you're very glad to see him uh, in there. Of course I am. And Riyad Mahrez of Leicester City, obviously. Okay. And these are not results on this week's matches. These are on um, last week's matches. Yes, these so were about a week behind. Yeah, that's why if everyone's questioning, why is Mahrez in there? It's because he had a good performance yeah. the week before. These teams of the week come out on Wednesdays. So um, the team of the week for the matches from this weekend won't come out for a few more days. Yes. Right. Okay. Who do we have in midfield? Uh, the, the four in midfield are Snodgrass, who, even though, he, yes, he did have a good a great week this this week, he also had a good good week last week. So no, yeah. another one to have in there. James uh -huh. uh, Rodriguez of Real Madrid. Yeah. Phenomenal match for him. Okay. Uh, get a couple goals. Uh, the two holding infielders are Mascherano and Verratti of PSG, if you don't remember. Yep. Uh, the back three are Da Silva of Toluca in the Mexican League. Which is rare. We haven't seen a lot of Mexican yes. players. Mm -hmm, that's very true. Mm -hmm. uh, Johnny Evans of West Brom okay. and this guy named Dirar. Okay. Of AS Monica. All right, and then in between the sticks is Babakan of Basakesher yep. in the Turkey Turkish Super League. Yes, and then on the bench, a couple of names that we know. We've got Kimmich um, from Bayern Munich. We've got Sergio Romero of Manchester United. Yeah, and that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, Adam Lallana of Liverpool and Sasha Kleisten. The U.S. of the yes. MLS, the New York Red Bull. So it's nice to see, you know, a member of the U.S. men's team in there from time to time, right? Yes, definitely. All right, man. Well, I think this was a really good episode this week. Um, we've got a lot of cool things to look forward to in the next week, and especially what we're going to do on our fantasy team. So please, guys, give us some um, advice. Give us your suggestions or your questions on fantasy stuff. So we want to hear what you think about our team and we want to hear what you think about your team. And let's use this as sort of a community of people to go ahead and share some ideas and help each other out a little bit. No haters, please. Let's stay away from the negativity. We're all about positivity, right, Josh? Yes, we are a family-friendly podcast. That's we do not exactly like haters. Right. No <laughs> haters allowed. Circle with a line through it. Alright, guys. So, in order to reach us, you can do one of or all of the following things. Um, on Twitter, go to at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. Facebook, just search for Let's Talk Soccer 2. On Instagram, we're at Let's Talk Soccer. That seems to be the most popular platform mm -hmm. for people to engage us. Um, on YouTube, just look for Let's Talk Soccer. And email us at Let's Talk Soccer 2 at gmail.com. As for this podcast, thank you all. For those of you that are listening, please tell your friends about it. Share it with your family. If you're, um, if you are yourself are a budding soccer player like my son Josh is here, or if you're the parent of a budding soccer player like I am, or you just enjoy soccer or fantasy soccer mm -hmm. or foothead, any of the above. Um, but please tell your friends about it and 
anyone and everyone can find us on iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on SoundCloud. So thanks to everyone for all of their support. Um, we've been going now for, gosh, coming up on 10 months. I can't believe it's getting close Crazy. to a year already. So this has been pretty cool and and we've learned along the way so thanks everyone again for your support and until next sunday we say have a great week and peace peace goodbye